Hello everyone and welcome back to OK Up, or welcome if it's your first time joining me here on this beautiful Sunday night. So today I am actually at home because it is Indigenous Peoples Day weekend and I was looking forward to coming home for a while now, not because anything at school has been bad or like too overwhelming or hectic or anything, but sometimes just got to leave campus and like recharge and it was really nice to see my family and I was going to go home tonight but I decided to stay one more day until tomorrow because I have Monday off so I'm very happy that I came home and was able to kind of reset recharge and it's the first time I've been home since I moved in on August 20th so it's been like a month and a half so it's been really nice to come back and kind of just chill do some fall activities and um yeah just recharge um throughout this whole weekend i've got apple picking twice i've finally eaten food from home which has been nice to not eat dining hall food i've been spending a lot of time with family and i've been able to see friends from home which has been really nice but it's definitely been a chill weekend and i probably should be doing more homework than i've actually been doing but that can be a tonight and a tomorrow problem so Today, I was roller skiing. That's something else I did this weekend, which I haven't done at school yet. Um, today, I was actually, you know what, I'll dive into that after. But first, I'll talk about the International Day calendar today. And this is one that's very important to myself and podcasts in general. And it is World Mental Health Day. That is something on here that I really try to emphasize and normalize. And I, as an individual, I think it is incredibly important that we, as other individuals, share our mental health and reach out for help when we need it and take care of ourselves because just like we would our physical health, we need to take care of our mental health. And so I think that today and every day, we need to vow to all of ourselves to put ourselves first. And I know we were always probably taught growing up to put others before you, but no, put yourself first so that you can help others and care for others too. Because if you don't put yourself first, you're not going to have a healthy environment for yourself and it's not going to be a healthy environment for your loved ones. So put yourself first, reach out for help when you need it and take care of yourself. And it's okay to be selfish and to say no to things and to do things that benefit you. So please take care of your mental health during this time of year and during every time of year and reach out if you ever need anything. So I'm very glad that um, that was the international day today. Um, as far as the positive thing that happened today, today's been a great day. I got up, I've been able to really catch up on sleep this week, which has been, or this weekend, which has been amazing. Um, both days this weekend, I've been able to sleep until like nine o'clock. And then today I went roller skiing, which is really therapeutic. And then I went apple picking with my sister, my cousin, and my aunt, which was really fun. And then I came back and I took a nap, which has been kind of my brand lately because I'm just, I've just been always tired. And then I had a nice family dinner with my whole family, which was also nice. And I hope tonight I can watch like a Halloween movie and maybe bake. Um, actually, tonight I think I'm going to make these iron bites that I've made that I made yesterday that are really good actually. I 
so this is besides the point but I have an iron deficiency and it makes me tired all the time it makes me just like really weak and dizzy and so like I've been trying to fit more iron in but at school it's hard to like bake and like make certain types of like protein balls or like iron stuff like like stuff that I don't know that it's more easy to do at home so it's been nice to kind of catch up on that and I should make more to bring back to school for tomorrow um but today when I was roller skiing I was listening to a podcast and they were kind of talking about their upbringing and in it I was kind of thinking about my upbringing specifically my middle school experience and I feel like it's something I don't talk about a lot on here not because it's like like that the way I sound the way I made that sound that's this big crisis but like I just realized I haven't touched on my middle school experience I talk often about my college experience because that's what I'm in right now I talk a lot about high school because that was a big period of growth but I and I talk about my childhood a lot but I never really talk about like that kind of middle in between area of middle school and so I thought I'd kind of talk about that and how my middle school experience was a lot for me and I it wasn't until I was really thinking about it today that I realized how much I kind of hated middle school and how I think that middle school is such a tough age and such a year or such a few years of figuring like everything out and trying to be individualized and figure out your own individuality but at the same time fitting the criteria that society brings on middle schoolers so I want to talk about that today kind of my middle school upbringing um how I felt I was different than other people and where that kind of led me today so let's get started shall we So my middle school experience started in fifth grade. I know a lot of middle schools, it's either seventh and eighth or sixth, seventh and eighth, but the way my school was, was grades um, fifth through eighth. And I kind of started off to a um, anxious start with my, with going to middle school. Like we had, I remember in fourth grade, I didn't know why, like at first I didn't know why I got this, but then now looking back, it makes a lot more sense. So we had like a move over day where basically we would go over as fourth graders to see like shadow the middle school class and and we'd like maybe have like a one-on-one -on -one person. We'd kind of go through a regular day and get lunch and just, I don't know, all that kind of get to know you stuff. But beforehand, I remember like a few weeks prior, I went over like, I went over with a teacher and like a few other students and we met with the guidance counselor and she like took, she like answered all of our questions and like took us, basically we did move over day twice because I was so anxious that they felt that I needed extra time to adjust and I needed a bigger adjustment period. And so it was literally me and probably four or five other students, shout out to all those guys if you were there, if you were there with me. Um, and I remember being so confused and I don't think I knew that I was going until the day like of, or, and then I was like pulled out of class and we just went to the middle school and I was, 
but I was like, oh, this is awesome. I'm I'm so advanced. I get to go over earlier than all of you suckers. But um, yeah, it was just because I was extremely anxious and it had to get more of an adjustment period because I thought that going in with everyone else would be too much for me. <laughs> so already off to kind of a rocky start. But um, yeah, middle school started and I was very behind then all my other peers for basically all my life, but especially middle school. Like if you compare what I looked like versus what other girls my grade and age looked like, it was completely different. I always hit like, like developmentally I looked younger and probably like my own social skills were probably a little bit younger. Like, trust me, I wasn't like, I, it wasn't hard for me to interact with others, but I think I got more uncomfortable in certain interactions than other people probably did and like I had bangs longer than I should have and bangs are cute on a lot of people and I was not one of them and I had them up until like I want to say sixth grade and um I was convinced I I had very low self-esteem when I was in middle school especially fifth grade I was convinced I was the ugliest person in the world (laughs) and I wore the same five outfits every week So, like, I would cycle through them. But even so, I would wear the same, like, sweatshirt or, like, two sweatshirts over those shirts. So, my outfits would always consist of, like, straight-cut jeans, um, a, like, Aeropostale shirt with, like, a Justice sweatshirt over it. But it wasn't Justice. Oh, Limited 2. That was what Justice was before, um, like back in my day and so it was a limited two sweatshirt i remember i cycled through these two sweatshirts it was a pink monkey sweatshirt and then a um white zip up sweatshirt with a polka dot hood and i wore the same clothes because i was terrified that someone would call me out for wearing something new or wearing something different or that like i would like i don't know i was i was so terrified of standing out in fifth grade that I did everything I could not to and so even the clothes that I wore multiple like in my cycle were still so similar to each other it was always either an Aeropostale shirt that had like the arrow 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 like shirt written on it four times or it would be like some old navy shirt I was really into like the t-shirts with hoods so like even the clothes that I would wear were still so similar to each other because I didn't want to break um, my own mold and I wanted so badly to not stand out. And I think, and I don't know where that came from because I remember in in elementary school, I always was into wearing like dresses and overalls and all this these different types of clothes. And I didn't I think I was then transitioning to an age where I was becoming a lot more insecure, but I didn't want to make my mom unhappy because she was really, she really liked, um, like putting out certain outfits for me. And she really loved when I wore overalls and dresses. And I was so nervous of hurting her feelings that a lot of times I would go to school and say overalls. And this is in like fourth grade. I'd go to school and listen, listen. So overall, I think I mentioned this before overalls when I was younger weren't the thing that they are now so they weren't like this cute thing that people can now pull off and it's like this hipster look no when I wore it it was these corduroy overalls that were 
um, <laughs> beautiful, you could say. And, but I was so self-conscious of wearing them, but I didn't want to disappoint my mom. And so literally, and she wouldn't even care, but I was so nervous of disappointing her. So I would wear a, a giant sweatshirt over my overall so that it just, you could just see the pant part. So that just looked like I was wearing regular pants. And I remember at one point I was sitting and you could see that I was like, it the, sh- the pants didn't end at my waist and they kept going like up my back. And I remember someone, this boy in my class, he said to me, he goes, are those suspenders? And I was like, uh, and this other king next to me goes, they're called corduroys. So, um, thank you. I would call him out on here, but <laughs> I think that's too much, but Hey, it meant a lot to me. But anyway, that was a long tangent, but basically I think that was the start of me just like wanting to not stand out and wanting to kind of just go with the flow, which is weird because I think physically I wanted to blend in, but then my personality, I wanted to stand out. Like I was really into being the center of attention and doing theater and wanting to make videos and wanting to like every project I did for a class, I'd want to make a video or like make a play out of it. Like it was always some kind of performance. I had a very big personality, but I was also extremely insecure and had low self-esteem about my physical appearance. Appearance, So I tried to keep that under wraps as much as possible. And so I remember being in, so that's kind of more the low self-esteem and insecurity start of everything when I was about like 10. But as far as the more anxiety part of things, I remember at one point going to an assembly and it was all about internet safety and like this like a police officer came and she did this whole presentation on like how safe to be on the internet and at this point I had no social media that was something else I was really behind in in middle school is I didn't have social media probably until eighth grade I wasn't allowed to have snapchat I wasn't allowed to have instagram until I was like 14 I wasn't allowed like all these things that everyone else was and so I was really behind in that but this teacher not teacher, this cop came and talked to us about internet safety and it freaked me out so much that in the middle of this assembly, I started to have this panic attack and I had to get up and I was like, I stood up in the bleachers during this assembly while the police officer was talking and I started crying in front of everyone and I had to walk down the stairs or the bleacher stairs and I went up to a teacher and I was like, I was like, this is stressing me out so much, I have to leave. And so... I left and I don't know where I went. I think I like went to guidance or something. And I remember after that, people were like, what What happened during that? And I was embarrassed. And I was like, oh, my stomach started to hurt. <laughs> like, okay, you get up abruptly and start panicking in the middle of assembly because your stomach hurts. Um, and I remember that presentation was done in eighth grade too. So three years after this and I left again. <laughs> And I I don't know why it stressed me out so much, but I was so nervous that like, like they were going to find my mom's Facebook or like, I don't even, I don't know what I was scared of, but it, it freaked me out so much. So in eighth grade, I couldn't even go through it. I don't, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's sometimes I wonder if I, like, I wish I could watch it now and see what stressed me out so much, but that was like a pinnacle part of my fifth grade experience of the beginnings of 
um, some clear-cut anxiety that was that probably needed to be addressed. So by the time sixth and seventh grade rolled around, this is like clear like puberty time for middle school girls, or at least uh, like for me. But I was still very behind. I remember in on the first day. Oh, sorry. First of all, I remember I started growing out my bangs during sixth grade, and I feel like that was a big part of like my shift to be more individualized with my style. Like even if you look through pictures of me with bangs in middle school, so like fifth grade and then like first couple months of sixth grade versus after I started growing them out in sixth grade to eighth grade, like my clothing style is so different. And after I started growing out my bangs and realizing that no one cares and that no one like, yes, people, because that was almost like my statement piece of myself. Like, my bangs were like, like, oh, that's Libby. She has the bangs and short hair. Like, I'm never, I'm never doing that hairstyle with my children. I, <laughs> again, they look awesome on a lot of people. I am not one of those people. Um, but anyway, and so sixth grade was, I think, the shift where I was able to blossom into finding my own style and liking different clothes and feeling more okay with being an individual person and having my own individual style. But I remember in seventh grade, I was, we had something called like specials in middle school where like you'd go to gym or art or like computer lab or um, like home ec, like all that type of stuff. And so I remember sitting on the bleachers the first day of gym class and because it was like the first day of school we were all wearing shorts and I remember looking down at my legs and down at all the other girls legs and all and this was like one of the first I think the first day of seventh grade and everyone's legs like all the other girls legs were shaven and mine weren't and I was like oh no like I need to to get on this and I was so self-conscious and just stuff like that happens all the time in middle school where it's these little things that just make you feel so insecure and so self-conscious because you're constantly wanting to compare yourself to other people and you're constantly wanting to fit in with everyone else. And so I remember like holding my gym bag over my legs because I didn't want anybody, anybody to see that I hadn't shaved my legs yet. Then I went home that day and I was like, I told my mom, I'm like, I need to shave my legs. Um, and so I was just like very behind in a lot of things. And when it comes to social media, like still in sixth and seventh grade, I didn't have anything. And so I remember being at like birthday parties where everyone would be on Snapchat and Instagram. And the thing when I was younger was Kick, which was like this texting app, but I don't know why we couldn't just use iMessage, but it was like Kick. And I remember like being so infatuated with like all the social media types and I would look over my friend's shoulders and just want to like see who they were talking to on kick and see those conversations between them and their middle school boyfriend and on another note I never had a middle school boyfriend and I feel like everyone did but I was kind of like I like I said before was just very behind and so no one liked me <laughs> no no guys liked me in middle school because I was really like I was just kind of like 
the nerdy theater girl. <laughs> it was kind of weird and wasn't really pretty. Um, I, eventually, I blossomed into like a like more. I don't know what to put this, but like guys didn't like me in middle school. Uh, but I was okay with that, and I like that's something I will say. In middle school, it never bothered me that guys didn't like me. I think by eighth grade, like one person did, and. <laughs> shout out, you know who you are. Um, and, <laughs> but like, it honestly didn't bother me, but it's just another example of how behind I was, um, in that aspect too. And I think it was also kind of my upbringing. Like I was never taught to kind of be on the latest trends and I was never really given the latest technologies or like the most fashionable clothes. Like I never grew up with like in middle school, I feel like it was like Abercrombie and Hollister and all that stuff. And I never grew up going to those stores. I grew up going to Old Navy and TJ Maxx. And like when it came to phones, I started with a slide phone instead of an iPhone. And I don't know, just like a and I like I said, I didn't start on social media like everyone else did. It it was probably eighth grade by the time I started on social media. And there were just a lot of things that I was late to the game. Um slash didn't grow up having slash like I I don't remember caring though like I don't think I was super into certain like the trends I think the only one I was like yes was silly bands and my mom was really into that one too so the Parkers had a lot of silly bands but when I came to like I can't even remember what like Uggs like that was probably an age when like probably like Uggs and North Face jackets. Like I never got those, but I also don't think I really cared. Like I was like, yeah, I'll get my fake Uggs from TJ Maxx. I don't really care. And yeah, so, but I was, I was never really the middle school girl with the coolest fashion or the coolest like devices or anything like that. In addition to middle school being hard for me developmentally and just fitting in and finding my own individuality, but also wanting to go with the crowd. It was also, middle school is a lot socially too. Like, I feel like everything's almost like, I feel like everyone's watching your constant move. And I feel like everything is like blown out of proportion and everything is just for rumors and drama and all that and that stressed me out so much because like because I was so anxious anyway but also no middle schooler likes getting wrapped up with drama not that I was ever wrapped up with it but I also hated when other people were and I hated just like listening to it because I was nervous that I was terrified I was going to hurt someone's feelings or something like that and I like when it comes to middle school I feel like it's a big time of finding who your friends are that you'll go to high school with and it's always so much drama if you switch groups or if you like if you don't end up fitting in with a group and have to like change it up or I don't know I just feel like everything in middle school is so cutthroat in a way like I remember fights me and my friend from home we we joke about like the fights that happened in middle school either between us or between other people and they're just so stupid like I'm trying to think of I can't even think of one for an example but like I feel like 
all the fights are just so stupid. And I also feel like everyone else is so insecure and everyone else is feeling so awkward that it that doesn't help. And I remember in eighth grade getting in a like having some strain on the relationship with me and a friend. And it was like the most devastating thing ever. And I woke my mom up in the middle of the night and I was crying and I was like, it felt like it was the end of the world, but then it fixed itself. And I think that's kind of the motto of middle school is that like things are going to feel like the end of the world, but then it always, or should I say, if it matters, it will resolve itself. Um, but not a minute do I miss do I miss that ever. So for this next portion, I thought I would read my journals from middle school. And I apologize if you've heard these before because I read them in a previous podcast, but it was when I was just starting this out over a year ago. Um, so you might have not heard these. So if you have, I apologize, but it'll just be a little refresher. But I kind of just want to give you a taste of um, my middle school experience and also just like middle school in general and how like nerve wracking it is and how anxiety inducing it is and how much you just want to fit in, but then also find yourself. Um, So let's start. So in 2011, so I was 10 years old. Hi, my name is Libby. This is a worry journal. And my first worry is is that I'm going to (laughs) go is that I'm going to get my period in school and I'll get it non-prepared in school and during free time. I always worry about this. Valid. Um, Oh, the next one is what I was talking about before. Again, in 2011, I'm worried someone will make fun of my clothes or say it's dorky. So lately I wear the same five clothes every week. Reasons I, reasons why I don't wear certain clothes. It looks weird. I don't like it. See-through. I don't know why I was was contemplating wearing see-through clothes. Um, And then I wrote a resolution and I said, I wore something new to school. Nobody said anything, which was like, for you, I made it. (laughs) The next one's one of my favorite journal entries I've ever written. I'm worried an asteroid is going to hit Earth, ending all life as we know it. This has to be my worst fear yet. Again, I remember having an intense fear in middle school that people could read my mind. Yeah. Um, the next one. Again, 2011. I've gotten like four 60s in a row. I'm trying to get my grades up, but I just can't. True. All right, let's see another real one. Oh, yeah, here it is. I said I'm, I'm scared people can read my mind. That was just its own journal entry. And then my sixth grade journal... I'm going to have to bebop around this because I mentioned names. So if I really hesitate, that's why. So this is in 2013. So I was 12. Actually, no, this is January 2013. So I was still 11. So I said, my name is Libby. I'm 11 years old. Oh my God, I've just read it. I'm 11 years old and life is okay. The good thing about me is that I'm very confident and outgoing. Not true. Plus, I'm not afraid to stick up for myself and others. When I'm older, I want to be on Broadway and a psychologist. I'm a performer. I act, sing, and dance. It's pretty cool. <laughs> God. Um, I'm going to see if I can read this one without sharing names. If it sounds too, like, if I skip around too much, I might just have to cut this one out. Okay. Today, I have friends coming over to practice for the talent show. They're singing. I'm singing and they're dancing. I love it. Always before... 
Oh, wait, I love it, but I also hate it. August before they come, mom makes us clean everything. She gets mad over nothing. Some, oh, that part. <laughs> Sometime, anyways, I, okay, hang on. I have to restart this one. Okay, I'm so sorry. I've been, there's some parts of this journal that are just <laughs> a lot. Um, okay. Next part. Anyways, I think I'm very religious. My family doesn't know it, though. But every night, I pray. In the middle of the day, I pray. Even at school, I pray. I remember going through this intense religious phase. I kind of talked about this in my religion um, uh, podcast episode. But I remember sixth grade. That was definitely the, the year that I was, like, very religious and just wanted to go to church and just wanted to, like, be homies with God. Um, at re- at school today, today's school was pretty mellow. At recess, I hung out with Emma. After school, I had drama. The play is Beauty and the Beast. I either want to be Lafou or Lumiere. Today, I auditioned for Lumiere. So this next, and I know I mentioned a name in there, but I don't think she's going to mind. Um, this next one is when we, is when I started I went to therapy, but I had to go to Boston to go to my therapist, so I would skip school to go. So I said, today I skipped school to go to therapy. We had an appointment in Boston. After that, mom and I went out to lunch. I got a Mocha Bliss milkshake. It was heavenly. When I got home, I chilled, and then I went to basketball. Me and Brianna got to leave early to be the water girls at the high school varsity game. It was fun. Oh, this is this is another one of my personal favorites, which kind of which kind of shows my um, delay in my conversations with other people my age. I haven't written in a while, but I've worried a little bit. I hate how people in my grade are very inappropriate. Sometimes I just want to be like, "Shut up!" But I only say it inside my head. <laughs> oh God! I think. That's probably, um, uh, I read one, but it says a lot of, um, names, so I can't say it. (laughs) This one, my crush conversation. Him. Hey. Me. Hi. Him. And then just nothing. Classic. (laughs) Um, yeah. But I'm going to stop there right now, but for my journal, as in terms of my journals, but I just kind of wanted to talk about my middle school experience today, and I'm going to kind of wrap that up soon. I think that everyone in middle school kind of goes through the phase where they struggle with wanting to be individual but also fit in and it's this constant battle with themselves internally but also with society and not knowing where to fit in and it's also just a really big milestone in terms of puberty and in terms of like finding yourself socially and how you're developing both intellectually and physically and so middle school is a tough time in your in our lives and I think a lot of times we think of like oh high school is a big time to find yourself or college is a big time to find yourself which is true and I don't um I 100% agree with that but also I think that middle school that period of finding yourself is also this really big milestone that we all hit and that we all struggle with and we all have issues with finding friends and finding ourselves and so I kind of just wanted to talk about my own personal experience with that and I think it's also interesting to look back and kind of 
correlate some events now in my life or how I am now with how I was in middle school. Like I seeing how anxious I got in middle school over the tiniest things and how I'd want to get all my school supplies shopping done in July because I was nervous I wasn't going to have everything done on time or how I wanted to like showing up late to anywhere in middle school made me so anxious. I never wanted to ride the bus. Like all these little things that now make me go, ah, yeah, probably that makes sense. But I just didn't know at the time. And I was always had to meet with the guidance counselors and talk about how I was anxious. Oh, another thing that I totally forgot to say. Um, it, I got to the point of getting so anxious in middle school that the nurse had to be notified. And then whenever I'd go, like I, that would be like my escape. I'd go to the nurse um, and I would just kind of chill with her. But then when I was actually sick, I couldn't go home because she just thought it was anxiety and so I remember one time I had this stomach ache and me and my friend both had it and we both went to the nurse and she told me it was my anxiety and I had to go back to class my friend got to go home and I was like actually sick but that's like that's how intense it got was that like the nurse had to be like notified and like basically had to be notified that that's why I was skipping so much class and that's why I was always feeling so physically sick all the time whoa I forgot about that I also remember this one time in sixth grade I don't know if I should share this story but I'm not going to mention names and so I think it's okay plus she doesn't even work there anymore but once upon a time um I was a very as we know I was always kind of worried and so at one point, there was this person that worked in my school. I won't even say their title because I'm going to keep it so anonymous. But there was this person that worked in my school. And one time, um, it was during the election, I think, between Obama and Mitt Romney, I want to say. I don't know. It was whatever, like, 2000... Uh, this is embarrassing. 2012? Okay, I think, yeah, I think it was Mitt Romney and Barack Obama. Um, but... Oh, also, spoiler alert, I'm going to kind of share my political views here. So if that's triggering, um, skip ahead. Um, but I remember these kids in my class were talking about the election and they were like, go Obama. And I was like, yeah. And she came up to me after class and started interrogating me why I, an 11 year old, was viewed that way. Like why I viewed the politics that way. And she said, she started going off saying like, do you want this? Do you want this? Well, he can't give that to you. And I'm like, I'm 11. Like, I cannot vote. And she was like, she was really like nailing into me about why I shouldn't be voting for the person that um, I was rooting for, even though I wouldn't be voting because I was 11. And so um, anyway, like life went on. But since then, I remember people witnessed, like other kids in my class witnessed this and was like, what was that? Um, and so since, so that event happened. And then after that, I kind of, I had this like, oh, what's the word? Um, resentment toward her because, because of that encounter. And so like every, but she was in a lot of, I like, I saw her a lot throughout sixth grade. And so if she'd make a joke, I wouldn't really laugh or like if, like she'd make a comment 
a comment, I would kind of just like look at her straight face and I wouldn't like react or anything. Um, and then like, so I continued that for like a couple months. And then at one point I was in class and she pulled me out of class and she was like, you've been so incredibly rude to me. And I don't know like what happened. And like, she was like nailing into me about that. And I was like, it's because you yelled at me for the politics thing. And I remember verbatim, she goes, that's bridge over water. Like that's so done with. And then I ran away crying down the hallway and I burst into tears and I ran to the nurse's office. And then there was a big thing with getting, and she was like, I didn't mean to make you cry. And I was like, no, I'm just, it's been a terrible day. And now there's this. And then she felt bad. And, um, but then like the vice principal had to get involved and guidance had to get involved and like all these people in school had to get involved and she doesn't work there anymore. So it's fine. But, um, yeah, that was like for me, like, I know that that was kind of a random story, but it's something I just remembered, but it was such this intense thing in my life and it caused me so much anxiety that from then on in middle school, I think that like made me hide away for a little bit longer. And it made like, I think I was on like the cusp of having like a confidence breakthrough and then that happened and I like retreated back into my own little insecure shell. Um, But if anyone is either listening who's in middle school or is in high school or college or any stage of their life where it's difficult right now and they're having a little bit of trouble, whether it's finding themselves, finding their people, um, whatever it might be, just know that it gets better and life isn't in this straight line that goes up. It's up and down and we always are going to have the moments in our lives that are tougher. And so what seems like an intense, intense problem right now will most likely be resolved. And so if you're in a stage of schooling or a stage of life where it seems like it's not going to get better and just know that it is as tough as it seems right now and coming from someone that has been through a lot of like ups and downs it always gets better and sometimes you unfortunately have to endure the bad to make a breakthrough to the better um but I just kind of wanted to emphasize on that while also sharing some of my fun middle school stories um so like always I'm rooting for all of you Um, I hope that you're all having a fantastic weekend and that you have a fantastic rest of your week. Um, if you need to contact me for any reason, you can follow the podcast at okayyeppodcast on Instagram or email me at okayyeppodcast at gmail.com. Um, I'd love to hear from anyone with any questions, comments, ideas, anything. Um, I hope you all have a fantastic day and Join me next Sunday on OK Up.